Sports Radio Network. Contest the bottom line. Costco goes Everybody dies. Because I'm better than you, and you know it. Woo! Yes, sir! With Alex Lowe's, Josh Silverberg, and Lyle Gillen. You are listening and watching us on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network and on Bodyslam.net. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the only wrestling talk show here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Off the mat. Joining you every Friday, sometimes from 5.30 to 7, sometimes 6 to 7, yada, yada, yada. We know that. So, you know, anyway, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us this evening on the eve of WrestleMania. I am Josh Silberg, your host with me at this time, Mr. Lyle Gillen. How are you doing, sir? I am wonderful. Really? I'm surprised. I am very delightful. It's WrestleMania um, weekend. I'm surprised. <laughs> yes. Well, it's WrestleMania weekend, but there was a great, sh- was some great wrestling on tonight. And then pretty much there's nothing else good. So. It'll pretty well, much be uh I'm sorry, actually I'm wrong. You're right. WrestleMania is on. It's the greatest show of the year. It will be set is cool though this year. The set is awesome if you didn't see it yet. The set is so cool. It's WrestleMania, nothing's better than WrestleMania. Well, the set, I'm saying the set. Exactly, me too. Everything about it is WrestleMania. Haha, <laughs> April Fool's, you're funny. So anyway. No, I'm serious. I, <laughs> I really can't even keep a straight face. I'm sorry. I already but, spoiled it. I already yeah, spoiled you did. Jerk. Like I was gonna do that the entire show. I was gonna blow them the entire show, and then you out of nowhere. Yeah, you blew it. Yeah, well, but you, you know, did, you little jerk. Yeah, well, you know, tendency sometimes it does happen. Uh, really quick before we get, we're gonna get into the Triple H news, of course, and we're gonna preview WrestleMania and all that stuff. But before we get to that, can I talk about the Nam the Asamoah ad that we have? <laughs> Nam the Asamoah played football in like ten years. Wait, hold on, <laughs> I, I did not hear that. What? <laughs> One of the ads that we have, it's. Hi, I'm Nam Diasso, a quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. He hasn't played football in like 10 years. I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to know what those earrings are at this point. Yes, exactly, Speedy, where he was absolutely dreadful, and that completely ruined the Jets' offseason in 2011 because they went all in on Nam Diasso, and they let all their other guys walk in for agency and didn't resign them, and they didn't even sign Asamoa, and then they overpaid yep. for Antonio Cromartie. And that screwed up everything. Yes. Yep, That's I exactly. remember that. <laughs> That's exactly what I was. God, I was at the. I think I was at the movies when I saw the awesome signing going to the Eagles, and I was like, "Well, great! Now we're gonna have to overpay for Cromartie," and they completely did. But that's besides the point. Uh, Alex Lowe is not here tonight, and he will not be here next week. So it is just going to be. Yes, I remember that the dream team. Glorious. No. Julie, the poor kid. The poor kid was. <laughs> By the way, congratulations to him. He he got a brand new really? job. He he has a new job now, working in uh, production actually at a local, I believe, news station, uh, down in Florida. So good for him. It's awesome. Very happy that he's gotten that. He is working the graveyard shift. I think he's working, I think eleven p.m. to like six a.m. or something like that. Then he comes up and he goes to bed. So it's like for him, it's like cool, everything like that. So it's not too bad. 
I guess. I get when you're uh, when, when you're starting out in, in this industry, that's generally what you're going to get. It's a, it's a tough business. So you know, I mean, trust me, I, I have a bachelor's in journalism. I completely know about that, and especially I was multimedia journalism and let's be real here newspapers today are dying and everything is going on twitter and everything is being put online and it's impossible so it's just a really tough situation but good for alex very happy for him but he will not be yeah. with us this week or next week so it'll just be lyle and i before we get to that here's how you can download the worldwide sports radio network app you download it on your iphone type in wwsrn on the apple store if you have an android you go to the google play store you type in worldwide sports Check us out on WorldWideSportsRadio.com. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope, Twitch. And also, don't forget to check out one of the best wrestling inside news websites out there, Bodyslam.net. They do another unbelievable job. Love partnering up with them. So double dose of, you know, putting it out there for WWSRN and Bodyslam.net. But let's get to it, Lyle. Obviously, before we get to WrestleMania, we, we we did get the news this week that Triple H is retiring. Um, obviously, with the, with his heart condition and everything of that sort, and it it really he was really the last man standing from the Attitude Era that was still wrestling. Who else was still That's wrestling? Hardy? No, no, no. I'm talking like the main, like the 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 big monster monster faces. I would say he was. Hardy was Hardy was tag team. Yeah, but he was still pretty goddamn over. He no, he was over. But I'm talking Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold, Triple H, The Rock, Kurt. Uh, Angle, I, I think I think Jeff Hardy definitely counts as still being the last dinosaur from the yeah, Attitude Era. You um, you can even like I would say Edge too. Edge, no, listen, he was not, not he was not a single big single guy then, but like he's an Attitude Era guy that is still wrestling. What what I'm what I'm getting at is is the point of, yes, they were faces for the Attitude Era, but I'm talking massive megastars that helped get WWE past WCW. Triple H was one of those guys with Stone Cold, with the Undertaker, okay. with The Rock, with Kurt Angle, you know, and everything like that. Like, you know, Chris Jer and Chris Jericho was another one too, but I'm talking like. Guys that would fight for the WWF Championship on a weekly, weekly, weekly basis that were in the mega storylines. Listen, the Hardys were one of the best tag teams in the business at the time. Edge was an up-and-coming superstar title. He was fighting for the IC title and all that stuff. Chris Jericho, same thing. When I think of Attitude Era, I don't really think Jeff Hardy's name. And also, Jeff Hardy, to me, started to get bigger when it got to as a singles competitor when the Ruthless Aggression Era started happening. That was when he started to take off as a singles competitor. You know, the, like that's the, like if you go back to the Attitude Era matches, you're going to see the same faces for the championship. And tr you know, tri Triple H to me was a guy that let's call it like it is. I mean, everybody thought once the thing with the click happened, he was doomed. He overcame it. Helps when you marry the boss's daughter. Helps to an extent, but I'm not going to say he was up. Oh, nah. <laughs> I know I have nothing to do with that, but yeah, what it's it's the thing that Triple H also did was the NXT brand, the black and yellow brand. He's an he, old AEW. He, you know, he that that exactly right. 
his name is all over pretty much AEW's roster at this moment it's crazy but it is in all reality is even before AEW was a thing nxt was the hottest brand in north america at the time when the black and yellow brand started coming about the takeover brooklyn it was a huge risk triple h took with doing this and you and I can attest to this. We would leave Barclays Center every summer, the night before SummerSlam, and say, who cares what SummerSlam does the next day? That's not going to pop that. Triple H did an unbelievable job at building that black and yellow brand. And of course, it's, you know, what, what what's happened now, obviously, is NXT 2.0 and everything like that. It's not the same anymore. It's not. But there were superstars in that brand. They were big name guys on the indie scene, but not everybody knew about them that that was a big thing not everybody knew about kevin owens not everybody knew about Sami Zayn. obviously you have the indie fans that did but the mainstream fans i'm saying didn't know they became household names uh you know it could go on and on i mean <laughs> adam cole has gone on record as saying that triple h and Shawn michaels are, are his name was big but Adam Cole has gone on record as saying, I'm not this uber over guy today, if not for Shawn Michaels and Triple H. I mean, Triple H literally gave Adam Cole the keys to the NXT castle for how long was he champion for? I think over a year. 400 and something days. Yeah. It, it's, you know, so when you look, you look back at that, you know, Malachi Black is another one. Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa. The, the Undisputed Era alone was huge it's so funny because they can't even do any of that stuff anymore it's like so funny although kyle o'reilly 100 i'm still trying to figure out if kyle o'reilly was trying to be funny in the ring when he sat down or he was legit not feeling well because he legit drank too much before he went out there (laughs) i think it was just trying to be funny i don't i don't i don't know (laughs) he looked in really bad shape (laughs) because <laughs> i've i've been there before like that's how i would be it was like wow or maybe he, he's been there before he knows how to act by just sitting in the middle of the ring in front of a ton of fans on national television and saying yeah. i feel good and crouching into a ball <laughs> <laughs> in reality triple h made nxt to the brand i mean you have ftr think about you know all that has come out of nxt and really has become they've become mainstream big superstars for not just WWE of course but AEW. I mean a lot I mean it's it, it, it it's a huge testament to what Triple H has done. What are your thoughts in you remembering Triple H because I know you were a big fan of Triple H growing up. Yes, I was. I love Triple H. I mean, he's one of my favorites. I think we kind of knew it was happy he couldn't wrestle anymore. Yeah. When it originally broke um, and then we just never heard from him again. To the extent of what he can and cannot do, I don't know. I don't know if they want to stress on him. And that's why he's not involved in NXT anymore. But if he can still work in that capacity, and they took him off NXT, then that's that's still on them, and that's a terrible decision. If they took him off because he can't have stress and can't be in that kind of environment, then I am, I'm more understanding. But of course. It, yeah. it, it, it sucks that he's gone. It, it really does. Um, you and me saw his last um, WrestleMania match, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Yeah, we also saw Undertaker's last 
win undefeated at yes, WrestleMania. The last uh, time he was undefeated. Yes. So it, the it, only good thing about that pay per view. Yes, I was one hundred percent that that match was the only really unbelievable match. But like I said, and and I know, and I and I did get what you were meaning by Jeff Hardy and Jericho and those guys. But I, when 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 you when you instantly think Attitude Era, there's a couple of names that just pop into your head. Like Austin is one, Taker, Rock, Michaels, Triple H, Kurt Angle, and then they moved on to the Ruthless Aggression where Cena came in. And then Brock came in and wished nothing but the best for Triple H. I was still trying to be the flag bearer for the black and yellow brand. When we were doing a <laughs> breakdown, I yes, you were. and I, 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 really, I was very loyal to NXT. I was very loyal from what they were, which was, I mean, let's be real. Triple H got that performance center built. He was one of the head More guys. More or less, yeah. They do that. Pretty much. And... He did all the scouting. He did all, he found a lot of the talent. And, you know, to me, I, that's, I used to be so excited to go to, to, to take over Brooklyn every summer. That was, I didn't, I got tickets to take to Brooklyn to take over and SummerSlam. So I'm like, yeah, good for you. I to take over some money. <laughs> take over is plenty fine for me. I don't need remember to. Remember how good NXT uh, TakeOver New York was? Oh my um, God. I mean, his, I mean, his fingers were all over that. That was Triple H. Yeah. I mean, that was in my eyes, and I might even say this to be boss because we were there. You can make the case that was the best takeover in the history of NXT. Now there have been good ones. I think it's it's up there. It's definitely. Um, I mean, you you had so many different. Just the first match alone, the tag team match with Ricochet and, and Alistair Black against. The War Raiders. That alone started the night. It's crazy because two of those guys are not tag team wrestlers. Well, they were not at the time, but Triple H made things work. And the thing was, he had the right guys around him. He had William Regal around him. Mm-hmm. He had Shawn Michaels around him. He had Matt Bloom around him. So he had the right people in his circle to help create the masterpiece that was of NXT. And then, of course, AEW came. It, it wiped it out. Call it like it is. It wiped it out, and it just changed the entire dynamic. And it is. it sucks because I do miss NXT, the black and yellow. I miss the takeovers. Like, tomorrow's takeover is at 1 o'clock. I mean, to me, you're, this is what they're doing now. You're asking the fans to go to takeover at 1 o'clock tomorrow. And then go to WrestleMania. And then go to Mania after. That's not NXT Takeover. That's not. It's it. not even a Takeover. It's essentially they, they putting an they event. No, they don't even have the name Takeover on it. It's just NXT Stand and Deliver. Yeah, that's it. And COVID, I think, massively hurt NXT too. Um, when you exposed um, NXT to not having a crowd and the way that WWE portrayed their crowd, it exposed a lot of flaws in their product. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It exposed how what the product was by itself and boring. It really dulled it down, made it not very good. The in-ring product belt bell was still fine, but the way that that product was portrayed in COVID definitely took a lot of uh, steam away from it. I think that, especially when you compare it to how AEW um, went out there and they portrayed themselves during the pandemic where they had no crowd they had people that were wrestling on dark around ringside making noise and 
still keeping something there. It was definitely a different environment that uh, they they definitely uh, cheated the system a little bit, if that's the right words to use, yeah. and it gave them a little bit of an edge. I just want to open up it with the comments and everything. Uh, I have Body Slam open right now. All right, perfect. I'm going to have uh, Facebook open as well. So to Triple H, Paul Levesque, man, thank you for everything. Seriously, you did a lot in this industry, um, in the ring and outside the ring as well. It's sad, and it, it I, I feel that NXT is not NXT anymore. And to me, it sucks. But things happen. Money gets tight. Budgets get cut. We know, you know, this is this is an industry where it always happens. So we expected it; it was going to happen. It sucks when you. I guess it it sucks when you hear it. Really quick, you're watching Ring of Honor. You're going to watch Ring of Honor tonight, though. Actually, I on the Ring game. I will be watching it. Yeah. 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 So I'm gonna I'm gonna be tuning in live. Yeah. So I'll be tuning in live. I'm gonna have the Ranger game on my phone, and then I'm gonna have um, ROH going on the on the on the TV. Um, Gonna be a great show. I mean, I'm curious who Tully Blanchard's new client is. Uh, I know who it is, but I'm not gonna say it. Oh, okay. I'm okay. not gonna say it because I don't know if people want to be spoiled. Um, I'll tell you in the chat if you want to know. Yeah, you can tell me in the chat. That's fine. I'm not gonna say it. William Rigo is going to be there tonight, and he's gonna be watching Wheeler Yuta's match, which, of course, that's and we're gonna get to WrestleMania in a second, but of course, that's the thing, right? Like, Wheeler Yuta is going to eventually join Rigo's crew. I find it very odd that people call him a jobber. They, it's like they, it's like it's like people who don't pay attention to what he did not before AEW or what Daniel Garcia did before AEW or what Lee Moriarty did before AEW. Now it's just weird because it's so obvious when you watch him in New Japan and Beyond or anywhere else he is how uber talented he is. Yes, and you look at what. Uh, JAS is doing. They have a terrible name. I'm just saying JAS. They're going to try and do what AEW did with... Uh, you actually just... I was about to say that next, too, about that. I, I what, the, the group is awesome. The name is atrocious. Well, they're trying to do what they did with Sammy Guevara in, in a circle and move Daniel Garcia to the become a star. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think they're going to become and start to do with um, uh, the Blackpool Fight Club and then have... Uh, Willa Yuta, Willa, Willa Yuta in that same kind of role where he becomes a star. Both are extremely, extremely good in the ring, and I and I'm really excited to see where they go. And like Actually, said, question about you before we get to WrestleMania: mm-hmm. AEW trademarked blood and guts. Do mm-hmm. you think that's where they're heading? Heading for double or nothing with Jericho Appreciation Society, and obviously a Eddie Kingston team. But Eddie Kingston team only has three guys right now. In my opinion, I think they're bringing Homicide Hernandez in. So do I. Okay, I want to. I think that it. too. And by the way, when I when I thought MJF was going to be the guy for the world title at Double or Nothing, it's not. I I don't think it's going to be him anymore. I think it's going to be Punk and Page. It's going to be a great match. I think, and I think they're gonna they're gonna let this Wardlow MJF thing drag and drag. And it's going to be Wardlow and uh, MJF at uh at Double or Nothing. That's 100% what's going to happen. And by the way, I, I'm very curious with this Owen Hart thing. And point. it'll also be Bucks and FTR at double or nothing. Bucks, FTR, double. I'm telling you. This, I, this card is going to be insane. If Omega, if Omega can get back, I really, in my head, I really believe they're going to do Cole, Omega, 
a double or nothing. Let, let, let's think about this for a second. You could have uh, Takashita on the card. Mm-hmm. Um, you could have potentially FTR Young Bucks. You could have uh, Bloody Guts. You could have um, Page Punk. This card is going to be insane. And if you could get if you could get Omega back, and you could get him cleared. I believe that they're going to do call Omega. I think really the show would be good. absolutely nuts if they. If they I, I have really. That. Yeah, I, those I, five matches. That's going to be a crazy show. And I said that to you when we were talking. The Revolution card was a sick card, and I said, I said it's a sick card. It's an amazing card, but Double or Nothing is their biggest show. Oh yeah, and it's going to be their biggest crowd that they've had. So yeah. they're, they're, they're they're I mean, they haven't been. In they have a years. real War Games. Not the. No offense to people watching who might be a fan of WWE, but that's not real war games. Oh wait, we, hold on! Before you finish, Regal has to say has to say it that. Way. Yes, he does. Got to say it once. But he won't be involved in the match, most likely. Maybe on commentary he can respond about it, but I don't think he actually. Don't I be shocked if he never he's does. Be managing, I think he's going to be managing Danielson and Moxley versus Jurassic Express for the tag belts. That's what I think is going to – that's the match. Probably. That's but, the match that's going to happen. But that's not going to be in Bloody Guts. Oh, no, no. Oh, I thought you meant – oh, I don't, never mind. I thought you were talking about something else with Regal. No. No, okay. But I really think if they could get Omega back in time, like, I think that would be – that's game-changing then if they could get that back. And then the women's one is going to be interesting, you know, because getting Tony Storm was ginormous. Huge yes. gift for them getting Tony Storm. She's probably going to win a tournament. Um, so she's not going to be in the women's match that night. I think it'll be Brit still. You think it'll be Brit? God. Oh, man. She's their star. Oh, you you got to do it. I just don't know if they have a surprise up their sleeve. I don't think so. I think I think this, the end of the day, it's going to be the person who's been working her ass off for a while. Um, so I fully expect it to be Brit. I'm trying to – I mean – the card's going to be insane. And we got to get updates on when GCW is going on sale with their show. Um, um, I have a friend who's going to let me know, and he'll give me the a um, special pre-sale code perfect. to get Matt is still undecided. Matt is coming. <laughs> and I'm I just try- love the fact that the shows are starting at 5 o'clock where we are. I think it's awesome. I'm going to do my best <laughs> to get it to get front row. We're going to have Matt there front row. Me, you, Matt, Alex. I just want Matt to talk shit to Nick Gage. No, we want Matt to come home alive. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say I want you to say something to him. You say something and I can't kind of see what happens. Tell me what you think of him. Tell me what you think he he, uh, yeah, he looks like. Tell, he, tell him he's a, Matt's, Matt's gonna think he's in some kind of asylum when he goes and he watches the show. <laughs> We're gonna get to WrestleMania right now. Um, so let's get into it. So obviously, let's start with the elephant in the room, right? With night one, Seth Rollins is opponent. Um, hold on. I, I think it got moved to night two. No, they still have it on night one. I saw that that we got moved to night two. Uh, I think Melter's. So Melter, I believe Dave Melter said they're keeping that night one. They had Edge Styles night two, moved it to night one, then changed it back to night. They two. did. Okay, I saw it got moved. Yeah, no. And the they, rumor was it was gonna be okay. Yeah. Which, by um, the way, I gotta tell you, I'm very intrigued with this Edge character. By the way. I am too, but Edge of the Kill is perfect. Not as going back to the the Cody thing or the Rollins thing because you're gonna hold on, hold on. I didn't say Cody. Hold on. I know you didn't. I know you didn't. (laughs) But um, based off of what Belter has been reporting for a while, he has been on top of this since day one. Since before, Sean Ross Sapp reported it. Belter reported. So 
I'm going to uh, trust him in this report. He is now saying that he is hearing that people close to Cody think he could back out, but he is a favorite to be in that match. Um, it's rumored that Shane McMahon's going to be there this weekend. Now, it also should be noted that he is there every Hall of Fame. Yes. So he could just be there for that. Is there a chance that Cody is backing out and he told him and that's why Shane is there? Yeah. And I will say this really quick about Cody. A few nights before WrestleMania and you say I'm backing out, I don't care what company you work for or what you do. No, I'm stopping you. If Cody backs out of WrestleMania the day before, he's officially a god to me. No, you can't do that. He is a god. He is, I will forever call him the American dream Cody Rhodes if he does that. in all seriousness, I, I know you. Yes, I get it. But if he does that, from, from thing, a, and then he co- then he comes out on Wednesday, and on Dynamite, I will forever be in his debt for trolling that entire fan base. Because it'd be so funny. I, however, I, I will. I, mean, I, I really want to watch. I really want to watch WrestleMania and have it not be Cody. Not because I don't want him going there. It's gonna be Veer. Oh my God! I want it, I want Cody to not. I want it to not be Cody. Because I want to see the reaction on Twitter. Could be Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt's in Dallas. I want it to be. I want to see the reaction on Twitter of the entire world melting away from it not being Cody. I want to see that so badly. That would be so entertaining. But I, I will say this. It, it, I know what you're saying. Like it would be a day for you. from a business standpoint, and he's a businessman, Cody. He is something like that. And like I said, we're not the biggest WWE people. We admit that. But even still, though, I'm going to stick up for them here. It's Here's a question. It's a you, very unprofessional thing to do. You think he's facing Jay White April 16th? Cody? Jay White has a mystery opponent. Yeah. Well, not if Cody shows up tomorrow, he ain't facing him. <laughs> tomorrow. But um, to me, it would be a very. What are you doing tomorrow? Going to Jersey. For the whole day? Pretty much. Why? Maybe back in time for WrestleMania? Maybe. I was say you can watch it. I can't watch WWE with you anymore. Watch no, the- no, 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 no. I, I want to do that. I want to do that for WrestleMania. He's not wrong with that one. I was like, 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 like who am I talking to? You know? Caleb says more words to me <laughs> than you do. You know, like, I swear to God, if you do this during Double or Nothing, I'm taking. Uh, you know what? Screw oh it. no, I'm not. If doing you that. do this, if you do this during GSW, I'm taking your phone. I'm giving it to Nick Gage as a weapon. And so done. Like that's it. Done. Like here, take this. I want to. That's it. Done. Done. That's not happening. You know, <laughs> during a live show, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but it, in all seriousness, I think it would be. It in my eyes, if you're gonna back out a few days before something like this. It is a very unprof. After you agree to it, it's a very unprofessional thing to do then, because in my eyes, it's first off that's not how a business is ran. You can't agree to something and then two or three days before, in front of seventy thousand people, and say I'm out. You like to me, it's a bad look. No, you're right. From a business standpoint, and, you're and, correct. And then it's like, and then it's like, if you're Tony Khan, you're saying. How can I trust him? What if he does this to me? 
Oh, no, no, no. It was all a plan all along. <laughs> oh, like you know, like what Brian Pillman did, where he told Eric Bischoff he was uh, going to come back and then he wound up signing with WWF for big no, money. I, I think um, uh, someone in that documentary said that the plan was for him to sign with WWE. I don't know how true that is. Brian's not here to, unfortunately, yeah. refute that. But uh, I believe someone in that said that the, they heard the plan was for him to go to actually go to WWE. And then after the contract is over, come back to WCW and get that more money. Yes, that was the goal. Yes. Bischoff wanted him to get his value up to the point where the contract that Pillman wanted was going to resonate the offer. It was going to make the offer then a fair offer. Because what Pillman was asking for at the time, just they couldn't give him. Um, before we move on, final prediction – who is the opponent for Co- uh, for Rollins tomorrow? Because I still say it's Cody. Yeah, I, I think. And they're letting him is, everything yeah. from what I've read. Um, him, the app, the app, the app. From what I read, they were telling Vince to let him keep it. But yeah. I don't know. But I don't know if that's actually going to happen. I mean, he, it's his song. He has the right to the theme song. He owns the rights to the song. He does. Yes. So. He trademarked his own name. But WWE is not going to want him to have that. Say that he signs like a one-year deal, okay? And he ends up hating it. And he's in in WWE. He's bumping up his entire character, making him even bigger. Then he's like, yeah, I hated it here. I'm going to go back to WWE now. I mean, back to AEW. And now he can take that entire gimmick and make it even better. Build it up even more in in AEW. Yeah. That's why Vince does not like doing that and letting people have their a real theme song. So then they can't do what Punk did, take that character, and then go to, to another company like that. Also, really quick, so before we move on, it's yes or no, yes or no question. Do you think CM Punk's attire at Revolution was his original attire? Yes or no? From Ring of Honor. Yes. Yeah. Wrong. What do you mean? So a person, the person that does all the costumes and stuff, created it from scratch. I thought you meant like that's what he wore in Ring of Honor. No, no, no. no. I didn't think it was his his actual stuff he wore. No. No, so she she, she created it from scratch. Yeah, I I, I, I figured that. I I didn't think he wore the same stuff from back then. I thought he meant like. Wash it and wear it. He could, but he probably not the same size anymore. He looks edgy, looks thinner. I don't know. So then they wouldn't fit. And they're, they're like they're, 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 they're basketball shorts. You know, I have a responding question for you. Do you think that they should have did a better job of explaining exactly how it was? Exactly how what was? Um, exactly what that theme was for uh, the Ring of Honor theme. I mean, I instantly knew right away. I would like to think that some people would have known because it was out of character for him to come out to that theme. He had come out to that theme in X amount of years. And Ring of Honor was just purchased. The, they the did mention it. They, but, they you know, did. But the, I, I think a lot of people were probably confused. I, I, You know what? If you paid attention, like, hey, you, you looked it up and you figured it out. Like, it was 
fought the week. I mean, not that hard to figure it out. I knew his Ring of Honor because I knew his ring, his old Ring of Honor theme with AFI, but it was also Ring of Honor was just purchased Wednesday. He's one of the he was one of the faces of Ring of Honor. Um, was it? It was, kind of per, it was a couple weeks after Revolution. Oh, was it? I mean, yeah. close enough to the point where it was like you had to have known. But all right, so the other thing that's being closed out for the show, it uh, so Ronda Charlotte is not closing the show. It is nope, main event. It's going to be the Austin Kevin Owens thing, which I a hundred and ten percent agree with the idea. And the reason being is because, and I understand WWE's thinking with this. Is they are nervous Austin. That if Austin, when he comes out in the middle of the show, people are going to leave. I forget what it was for. I oh, it was for CM Punk, but it was kind of flip flop because I said Punk should start the show when he first came at the AW because they're just gonna chance CM Punk the entire night and it was gonna take away from the other matches. I think Owens Austin closing the show is good. What people did that night though, after CM Punk came out, and then if that was over. The reason why they all left, so they went to the merch stand. But then AEW had a special <laughs> limited edition shirt that night. Yeah. And they were giving away ice cream bars. Yes, on the way out at the end of the show. Yes. Which was, again, another smart tactic by what AEW did. I like the idea of them closing the show with Austin. And I like that they're doing it on a Saturday night. Sunday's card is pretty stacked. You have Edge, AJ, Brock, Roman closing. Like, there's so much going on Sunday. That it's like, you got to give something for Saturday night. So I feel like if you give Cody that moment and you give Austin that moment, it kind of evens it out both nights where both Saturday and Sunday are, you're getting those big moments. You're not like, I'm not going to go to Saturday night because it there's really nothing going on, but Sunday, the Sunday show looks a lot better. You know, like that's that's how I view it in the sense that the only thing that I am – and the thing is if Cody does come out – I'm curious if they start the show with the Seth match and they do that and Cody and Seth is the first match. Because let me tell you something. If that happens, that's a brilliant idea because that gets the show buzzing every single time because that's a match I don't think you're going to want to have in the middle of the show because there's already a lot going on. It's like when we went to Mania a couple years ago, they had Brock, Seth start the show. Yes, Brock yeah. didn't want to stay there. That's but funny. It, but it was also genius. I find that very funny. The crowd, the crowd went nuts when Brock, Seth started the show. Nuts when it I forget who said the, the quote. The first match of WrestleMania is you either want to be in the main event or, the first or you match. want to be in the first match. I forget. I it was Jericho. It. it was Jericho that said it. You want to be in the first match or you want to be in the main event. It's one of those two. You want to go on first or you want to go on last. It's ex- exactly. Because you're going to get the crowd buzzing. And, and and I feel like if you can have Seth Cody start the show Saturday night, boom, you already got the weekend going at that point. It's it's That's it. Everybody's glued. Like, Do you wow. think them making it a uh, making the, the main event between Roman and Brock a unification match has hurt the night one card? No, only because I think everybody's intrigued by the Seth opponent, and everybody oh. and everybody wants to see about Austin. But besides, okay, okay, and even besides, Charlotte, and even even Charlotte Ronda, even Charlotte Ronda, 
you can make the case Charlotte Ronda are going to leave Mania that weekend with the best match. My opinion, I think the best match of the weekend is going to either be AJ Edge or it's going to be Seth Cody. The one of those two matches are going to be the best match of the weekend. I'm mm-hmm. leaning towards AJ Edge because those are two guys I completely trust in the ring, mm-hmm. very much so. Um, know their craft. Their characters are perfect. They did a good job evening it out. They did. Yes. They definitely did because I could I, I could tell you firsthand people were probably thinking there's no way they're doing Seth on Saturday. They're going to do it Sunday. Genius they did it Saturday. And again, and I keep harping on this, it's a long weekend. To have Cody Rhodes come back and be the first match of the weekend, that's how you start a pay-per-view with a jolt like that. That's how you get the crowd engaged because everybody's fired up now. You got 70,000 people going nuts now. I mean, this is huge. And then you, you know, you have your other matches that you progress to, you get through it. Like even Becky Bianca could be a good match. I like Bianca Belair. I, I respect Bianca because she does everything herself. And to me, I think she could be a big star in this company, in this business. I do. I really do. I've said that for a long time. You can make that argument that Charlotte Ronda could be the match that everybody talks about over the weekend. Like, that really has a legitimate shot at really being that match where everybody was like, that was a banger this weekend. Like, that match really stole the show. We were all talking about Cody coming back, Austin's return, Roman Brock, and then Charlotte Ron- Like, people forget, Charlotte Flair is one of the best, arguably the best women's wrestler on the planet. And Ronda Rousey is a kick-ass name in itself, you add those two elements together. You're... It won't be a technical sound match, but it could be. No, a, I don't think so. cool. Match. It'll be cool. I think you're having. Charlotte has become that person where I completely trust her in the ring with everything that she does. Mm-hmm. She's on that list. She has been on that list. And I get people. Well, she's won the belt so many freaking times. Yada, yada, yada. I completely get it. At the same time, name me a woman in this industry right now that is as good as her on the mic and in the ring, pound for pound. Who? That's why she's won it so many times, because there's nobody there. And guess what? When she's the champion, she brings a name to that belt, yes, to that division. Like that's it. Like she's she's way better than Becky is. I mean, let's call it like it is. She is. She she's way better than Becky is. It's not even close. Um, so to me, I think Ronda fighting Charlotte was the perfect move. Um, you know, you got Mysterio, uh, Logan Paul's in a match. Ugh. Um, yeah, it's pretty horrible. Like that uh, one is, is all like celebrity people. That's it's all so it is. bad. Yeah, I mean, you got McIntyre and Baron Corbin or whatever his name is now. Actually, I'm starting to think you might be right with Cody uh, Rollins starting first, and then they have something else in between, and then they have like, like then they have cool. they have one of those uh uh matches like the celebrity matches. You have one of them go between something else, and it could it, it could work. It could work. That's what that's what. So that's what they did last year. They when they had um, Bad Bunny wrestle before the main event. And the truth of the matter was Bad Bunny was freaking awesome in that match. 
Yes. He impressed for being a celebrity. Yeah. I mean, it was like, you know, um, like what you could do is you could do this. Okay. You could do Seth Cody to start, have a couple fillers. You could have Charlotte Ronda in like the middle where everybody kind of deprives. All right. Now the crowd's getting a little restless. Want some action. You have Charlotte Ronda in the middle and then have more fillers. Then at the end, you then have Austin and Owens and have Austin close out the show Saturday. And then you could do this on Sunday where you can have 110%. By the way, Edge, AJ should start the show Sunday. That's a given. Like, there's, that's a no-brainer. I sit down and, in the middle of the show. See, I, I don't like that. The, 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 you Because the thing is, everybody's going to be exhausted from Saturday. Like, get them up. Have your best match go yeah, on first. It, you could, but then the rest of the card, if it's bad, it's going to be a big letdown. Well, I mean... That's the problem with WWE, is that majority of the card is going to be bad. I mean, I, have, I, I it's going to sound crazy. I'm very curious about this Theory McAfee match. I'm really curious. <laughs> I'm, because can I tell you something? Austin Theory is really good in the ring. Pat McAfee freaking went bell to bell in a singles match and a steel cage match. With Adam Cole. Like, but that was in yeah. NXT when you had more freedom. I think a little bit different. Of course, of course. But you still there's an oh first of all, I love Pat. Pat's awesome. I like that he calls Peacock, he calls it the cock, by the way. He's the only one that calls it the cock. I wonder <laughs> how they get away with that. <laughs> He's Pat I don't want to the hell he wants. He doesn't care. <laughs> when I'm looking I want to know what Vince's reaction was the first time Pat McAfee said the cock. He probably asked who Pat McAfee is. No, I'm just kidding. Can I hire this guy? I think the Saturday card is better, actually. I, I think, think it is, it is more intriguing. I think there are, are matches that can be good, but I think overall both cards are absolute, absolute doo-doo. Yeah, I mean, they're just not... Like, you have Knoxville, Zane, Tag Why is Bauer and Damian Priest not on the card? Not in singles matches. Why? No, they should just be against each other. Why not? Yeah, that too, that too. Either one. I like Damien Priest. I actually like him more as a heel. I, and to me, I don't know how bad it is. He's Chuck Palumbo. That's all he is. Oh, God. He just, he's a Chuck Palumbo lookalike. But, and, and then, of course, you're going to have Brock Roman close the show. But Edge AJ needs to 110%. I'm looking at this card for Sunday. Edge AJ has to start the show because there's no match on this card that has guys and girls on here that could legitimately go bell to bell against each other and draw a crowd than those two can in their match to start the show. I agree. Ah, there's not. I mean, it literally is uh, McAfee theory will be in the middle. Omos and Lashley. No, no. Um, so what's this? Give me the entire day two card. Okay. So you have Queen Zelina and Carmella versus Sasha, Naomi versus Rhea and Liv versus Italian Baszler. Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. RK Bro versus Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. Edge versus AJ Styles. Bobby Lashley versus Omos. And Brock versus Roman. And then night one. You That's had, really bad. And then, and then you hear night one. Night one is Becky versus Bianca. You, you could be right. They're going to have to have AJ and they have to. first. So what would you say is, is the third best match on that card is? McAfee theory intrigues me. 
I, I will I mean, uh, say... No, no, no. When you look at the actual matches and names on the card, what what match do you think could be... Not like what you think could be good. What oh. do you think is, is the third best match, like, listing-wise? And name power. <sighs> probably the, probably the, the men's triple threat tag team match. I th- that, what it could be is AJ, Edge, Battle Royal. Unless that's already announced to be on the pre-show. Oh, the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Yeah. No, they're doing it. Tom- they're doing it tonight. Tonight. Okay. Smackdown so, Mania or whatever the hell. They're ignore called. that. So it'll be. Um, I mean, the Omos is intrigued. I gotta tell you, Omos has intrigued, has impressed me. Okay, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say the AJ Edge match, a filler match. Then you're gonna have tag team match, filler match, filler. I don't know. And then is night two looks bad. I mean night one <laughs> night one is the best. I mean, night one is Becky versus Bianca. Yeah. Night one's the, gonna be the better night. The Mysterios, the Mysterios versus the Miz and Logan Paul. Dude. McIntyre versus Corbin. The Usos versus Nakamura and Rick Bo- and Rick Boggs or Rick Boogs or whatever his name is. The New Day versus Sheamus and Rich Holland. Okay. Seth Rollins. Wait, versus... wait, wait, oh, oh, New Day? Yeah, New Day. All three? No, remember Biggie Book is next. I, I that's why I'm questioning it. Like no, it's just Woods and Kingston. Okay. I was gonna say, what the hell? Rollins versus Cody, or whoever it is, we don't know. And then Charlotte versus Ronda. And then you have Austin closing it. Like Saturday night. Night one is, is pretty good. Yeah. They probably could have, they, they probably could have evened it out a little bit better, to be honest. It's a million times better. Do well, they have- you- you gotta remember they were gonna they had Edge and AJ night two switch it to night one, they switched it back to night two. Yeah. That's I true. mean I mean it's I don't like that they put both of the women's matches on night yeah, one. Yeah, I was just thinking that I, I, just I put thought it. Becky Bianca could have been that could have been a good opening match for Sunday. You could have had that as the opening match for Sunday. Yeah, Bianca Becky. I or agree. You could have done like they did a couple years ago. Remember, we were looking forward to Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley, which wound up being a good match. Mm-hmm. And they had it open night two, which was the right call when it was the empty arena. I just, you got to have AJ Edge open night two. You got to have Seth and whoever he's facing night I, one. I, I agree. Do you think they could switch and have Brock Roman start? No. No. That depends. Was if Brock wants to leave, you don't know, You don't know, man. No. So we could go on till seven because Weapons Hot is, uh, so Weapons, ladies and if you didn't know Weapons Hot, um, Wishing them the best right now. By the way, they have taken a leave of absence. Um, so they will be back eventually. But those those are my guys, CJ and Kevin Jackson, Jimmy Jardine, and all those guys. So we're hoping everything is okay with them and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, but we'll get to the Fisher in just one second. But it was um, – all I'm asking is do Seth versus whoever he's facing start tomorrow. Austin close night one. Ed, JJ, night two start. Barack Roman, night two. Um, you could start with Becky. Um, a Becky match to start. No, you gotta have Seth. Because if it's Cody, you got it. It's got to be Seth and Cody. Like you gotta have that's buzzing. Cody Rhodes back in WWE, starting WrestleMania like that's Yeah. Oh, like you, you can't ask for a better opening. I just think the entire storyline. Right I just think the entire storyline is really weird. How the entire storyline is building to Seth, Seth Rollins having. His WrestleMania moment, which is why, and then he loses. I, I, that's why part of me thinks he's gonna win. I mean, we'll see. 
We'll see. But so really quick, quick prediction. Charlotte Ronda, who wins? Charlotte. Roman Brock. Roman. Edge AJ. Edge. Seth versus whoever he's facing. Seth. And then last one, Bianca Becky. Bianca. Roman, I think, is going to win. I want to say Bianca will win. I think Charlotte's going to win. If it's Cody, I mean, I know what you're saying. I get it completely. It I just do. doesn't make sense. I, to, I know the entire storyline. It just it makes zero sense. I just can't see Cody coming back and losing. It, God, it could be Shane McMahon. I mean, it just doesn't. Could I, be fear. I will say this: the Seth Rollins character is hysterical. I think it's. I'd love to hang out with him like this. <laughs> His Twitter feed has been amazing. It's he's awesome as a heel. The fact that he actually tweeted. Marco's stunt. Yes. Was great. And I give him all the props. It's so for he's, he's put a, a gif for every person so far, except for one. Cody. It's the only one he hasn't put one for. It's the funniest freaking thing. All right, let's get to our finishing move. Uh Law, go for it, man. Um, I want to say, you know, I'm really looking forward to uh Ring of Honor Ring of Honor tonight to see what it does and see how it does. Um I'm interested in, in some surprises. I, I want to see where he's Tony's going to take it. Uh, what does Tony mean? You think really quick by what he said? Don't leave the show early; you'll regret it. Because there's other shows going on in the area. Yeah, um, people he probably assumes people are going to be leaving right after the match is over, the main event to go somewhere. He's probably saying, "Don't do that," because he's planning on something happening after that. Okay. So he's probably say, saying, wait till the very end of the show because yeah. you'll regret it. And also, really quick, I wanted to rep my big Van Vader shirt tonight. Congrats nice job. Him on, on, on making well overdue. I think it's it's just this. I think it's just the style. I think tomorrow will be the first time in forever I'm going to watch the Hall of Fame just to watch Scott Steiner talk. I have you know, do you think that he does a uh, he does a uh, standard math segment? <laughs> He has to. He has to. Like, so who is it this year? Really quick. I think it's just. Oh, do you think that's like the biggest moment of that he is known for? Is Steiner Math? Oh, man. Because the fact that that he, his biggest moment he is known for is TNA and might be going into the the Hall of Fame, I find very funny. So who is it really quick this year? It's Vader, Steiners, and Taker, and that's it, right? No. Who else is going in this year? There is more. I will have to look it up. Okay. Because I, I, I'm thinking they were going to keep it small this year. And then next year, they're in California, I believe, right? Uh, yeah. They're going to Hollywood next year. Huh. It's an intriguing one to go to. Inductees. Okay. Undertaker? Mm-hmm. Where'd that go to? Okay. Undertaker. Vader. Charmel. Steiner Brothers. Shed Gaspard. Oh yeah, Shad's getting the Warrior Award, which is cool. Yep. That's they good. are keeping it short, but but that's probably because it's because of Taker. No, they're probably doing it short because it's going to be right after SmackDown. Oh crap! I forgot. Yes, I forgot about that. Yeah, man, they're just really squeezing it in. Two nights is definitely screwing them over. They have to go back to just having a very good card for one WrestleMania. It's so hard to do a seven-hour show. No, no, no. I'm not saying do seven hours. Do like a normal size show and just have it be like how it used to be. I know, uh, but you can't. Four if you're hour show. Huh? You're making money. You can't if you're Vin. You're making money off of this. You are, but that's still better for everything. 
Of course. I mean, like, they're not going to do it. Like, they're going to go. Like, they're going to go to Hollywood. And SoFi seems going to be nuts. It's an intriguing one for to go to next year. Are we going? I want to go. I just don't know if I could do a WrestleMania anymore. I, I I don't know if I could just. I don't know if I have the patience to sit through it. Like my, it's just my tolerance. It's just like no, it's got it. Like two nights, I uh, yeah, you know. But we'll see. Uh, pretty much. So my finishing move in general is just WrestleMania weekend alone. Yeah, yeah, I know. Trust me, I know. Okay, what the hell do you care? They're 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 about, who's who's goaltending tonight anyway? Varlamov. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say if it was Schneider, you could. <laughs> I was terrified of that whole day. It would tell you something right now. You should have Schneider versus Georgiev. You can watch Pee Wee Hockey. You had goaltending with those. <laughs> In all reality, WrestleMania weekend, say what we will as a wrestling fan, AEW, WWE, Ring of Honor, New Japan, and doesn't matter. Impact, whatever. It is the biggest weekend for professional wrestling because it is the most mainstream. It's on ESPN. They're on WFAN. But remember... Double or nothing is still the biggest pay per view of the year now. It is, but it you is. want to know why? Because WrestleMania is not a pay per view anymore. It's no, it's a spectacle. It's a premier live event. Yes, it's a. So now that they're premier live events, Double or Nothing is now the biggest pay per view in professional wrestling. In and, and by the way, really quick, the Ranger gives not the Ranger Honor gives not going to start till like seven ten, like. You, you, Sam and Joe are going to preview. I want to eat food, okay? Sam and Joe are going to preview the, the Rangers' power play, and then Butch Goring, Butch, Butch Goring is going to talk I about what he eat food. Butch Goring is going to talk about what he drank this afternoon. Probably. I want to eat some, food. Sorry, I'm some, hungry. Blanc, you know, some Blanco tequila he had drank before he came to the stadium. He so, drank you know, way more than that. hundred percent. Um, but anyway, like I said, WrestleMania alone, big spectacle. Enjoy it, ladies and gentlemen. Um. Don't forget, really quick before we leave, download the app, WWSRN on the iPhone, Android, Google Play Store, Worldwide Sports, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, WorldwideSportsRadioNetwork.com, and also we're also on BodySlam.net. Check out the YouTube page. Check out the website. Check out all the great stuff that is going on and the other shows that are on WWSRN and on BodySlam. Great, great, great product that's going on, and it's great out there, and we love it, and we enjoy it. And Law and I will be back on next week. We're going to recap WrestleMania. We're going to get into some AEW conversation after WrestleMania is over. It's the road now to double or nothing because that's the next big show. And then after that, we got nothing at that point pretty much till SummerSlam, I think, in August. There's no yeah. big, big show. So it's this is kind of like the, the, the tail end for a while after this. So take it in. Enjoy it. Um, Until that's double that's- or nothing. I say after double or nothing. How you know, long would that be? May, June, July, August. So two, three months. Okay, yeah. yeah, so you, yeah and then so right you, after that, you will have all out. You have all out, and then you get yeah. the Survivor Series, yep. and then you get to, and then it gets back up and running again. But it, it, it's a nice little break, I guess. But you know, like I said, but thank you so much to the fans out there for tuning in every single Friday night from five thirty to seven. We'll be back on. Um, we will be on. Alex will not be on next week, so I will be. I will be back on. So we will be starting at six o'clock next week, um, just like we did this week, and we will recap WrestleMania. We'll talk AEW. We'll talk everything that happened over the weekend. Is Cody debuting? What's going on with AEW? Ring of Honor. What what happens on the Monday night after WrestleMania? We're gonna get to all that for you next week. So for hold on, quick question before you yes. get to that. Mm-hmm. The rumor is that Cody is gonna be going to Monday Night Raw. 
And it's going to be in a private jet so nobody knows that he's there. Why would they be scheduling a private jet for him if he was going to be Seth's opponent? Everybody knows already. He wouldn't need a private jet anymore. So what you're saying is they're going to not have him be the opponent and have him hold off till Monday night. I That just clicked in my head. Oh, yeah. If that happens, they may be set to 11 o'clock at night for that. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for our show. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy WrestleMania weekend. Enjoy SmackDown. The Hall of Fame tonight. Enjoy Ring of Honor tonight. Hopefully you've been enjoying Joey Janela's spring break stuff. Enjoy everything going on. I, I believe there's a there's a rampage tonight too. So enjoy that tonight. Uh, Islanders Rangers tonight. If you're tuning in, uh, I think I feel like uh, if I walk out this room, Chris Bassett's going to have Tommy John surgery and he'll be out for the year. So there's that's going to happen. So yeah, uh, great, good stuff. So for Speedy Petey, for Alex Lowe's, for Lyle Gillen, I'm Josh Silverberg. Ladies and gentlemen, have a good night. Enjoy WrestleMania weekend. We will talk to you next Friday. Thank you so much. Have a good one, everybody. Kenny Omega, end it with this. I must bid you adieu. So say with me now if you know it. Goodbye. And good night. Thank you for listening to Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Your source for all things wrestling and sports entertainment. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.